You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. Gentlemen, I come to you with a very special opportunity. I don't know if you heard, but I started something on the Twitter machine. It's called the Patriot Points Committee. Hashtag Patriot Points Committee. So um, this is an open announcement to anybody who's listening. You just have to hit me on Twitter. We'll see. We'll, we'll evaluate your, your bona fides. I will be taking applications for anyone interested in joining my Patriot Points, hashtag Patriot Points Committee. We will be awarding hashtag Patriot Points to those brave individuals defending everything unapologetically and inexcusably American. Now you might be asking yourself, but Jeff, how does one get a Patriot Point? Terrific question. In a time of a worldwide pandemic, do you consider globally accepted protocols, such as wearing a mask when in public, an impingement on your freedoms? If so, hashtag Patriot Point. Do you get outraged when people aren't standing for the national anthem? If so, hashtag Patriot Point. Nice. Do you have an American flag mounted on your lifted truck? Stickers count too. If yes, hashtag Patriot Point. Do you say shit like all lives matter to confront black lives matter, even though the black lives that are being lost fall under the category of all lives you claim matter? If so, hashtag Patriot Point. Are you offended that sports teams are moving away from insensitive mascots? Hashtag Patriot Point. Do you wave the Confederate flag alongside the American flag at rallies despite the fact that they've been defeated for over 150 years? If so, hashtag Patriot Point. Do you believe in the separation of church and state but don't want to take references to God off the money? Hashtag Patriot Point. Do you get drunk and shoot off fireworks on 4th of July? Hashtag Patriot Point. These are just a few examples of how one can come to earn hashtag Patriot Points. Have no fear, though. We will add further criteria for earning said Patriot Points as we progress. But I must emphasize, these Patriot Points are nonpartisan. Anyone and their mother are eligible. Unfortunately, the Patriot Points don't give, you, don't give your vote any extra weight, provide any tax breaks, or do anything, really. But at least you can say... You're American as fuck. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Can I turn them in? What do you mean? Is there like an exchange rate? No. So if I get like 20 points, do I get a prize? No, because remember, they're not really worth anything. They just kind of show off how much you care about this country. America! Fuck yeah. I, I want a prize. <laughs> I just think it's so silly, man. I want like a Patriots a- Points t-shirt if <laughs> I get 20. There you go. Uh, maybe we'll start some merch. You know, Mark Cuban says that's the worst way to, to make money. Is a Mark Cuban tip. Don't get it in merch. It? It's so fluid, dude. It turns over. It left. It turns over so quickly. Like, when's the last time that you wore a T-shirt from six years ago? I bet I have a couple. I'm sure you have a couple. Yes, but let's say last long time je- I wore one. I don't know. Right? Like, it's just it's not something you think that you make something. You put a logo up on a T-shirt or something, and people are going to go wear that brand around. They're probably not. A lot of times, they're just going to wear it as like. A workout shirt, or the, as long as they bought it, they'll toss it to a girl after sex. Like, well, yeah, that's true. Or it could be the one that you gave it to. You know, right? I'm like thinking, like, wait, what? What? <laughs> what? What? Huh? what? Yeah. Instead of the hoodie, depends on if it's summertime. You don't want to toss out the hoodie. You just give him a t-shirt, yeah. real quick. So I heard. That's what all. That's apparently what the cool kids do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, what a day. We have Thanks here. for the uh, Patriot Point sponsored ad. No problem. I was just letting you know that if you guys want part of the committee, you're more than welcome to hop on in. Hop on in. 
and become part of the committee. Again, submit your resumes to uh, at Jeff the Intern. Shameless plug right there on the Twitter machine, and we will uh, we'll double check to make sure that you're you're good enough to be on the Patriot Point Committee. Thank you. All right, my name is Jeff Woodworth, joined by Mike Dewald. Hello, Frank Somerall. Howdy, and no Luke Straub. You guys don't see Luke; he's right you there. You know the uh, act of betrayal, though he did. No. What? Yeah, let's bring it to the table. He's what? Re- he's recording uh, an ad. Yeah, I, I saw that actually. I did give him some shit for that in the hallway. He's right recording now, recording an ad. Uh, I, I think right when we got started, mm-hmm. uh, Lindsay Lindsay brought him into the booth. Yep, and he's just too cool for school. Too cool to be a part of our group now. That's whatever. We just wow. Harvest, do we get royalties for that? Harvest talent. <laughs> yeah, we do. We take well, it from I just, him. I think that he, he should. Seventy five percent. He should have to ma- shout us out when he goes to do his commercial. Just at the end of the commercial, like <laughs> this voiceover attack or yeah, this voiceover practice was brought to you by the Quad Pod. <laughs> hey Luke, that was great. Can you stop plugging yourself though? Let's run it again. <laughs> 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 Amazing. I wonder how many different takes that took. I remember the first time I went to go record a commercial, and then I heard Durf play it back, and I was like, ew, I sound like that. Do you do you still do commercials? <sighs> I'm available. Oh, I guess they didn't uh, want it. Right, I guess not. So uh, it's been a while since we've done like it's been a, while. a podcast podcast. Since we've been together. Yeah. How you doing, Woody? I'm all right. I'm holding it together. Personal life problems aside, sports are back. Sports are back. Sports are back. <laughs> Insert the club horn. Did you watch baseball? I watched a couple innings of the Giants game last night. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and then I and then I woke up. Wait, the good part or the bad part? The bad part. <laughs> At what point is it too early in a 60 game season to start yelling "sell the team" at your television? At what point? Because I, I think I was there at the eighth inning. How many There's games? Sell the team. <laughs> how many games do I need to go to say that Pablo Sandoval is going to be your best player? Dog, I'm uh, so not ready for that because he's so yeah, the one RBI. He's so large. Like, he's, he's he's very large. He's huge. Don't worry I, about it. I was it, don't worry about it. Dude, I was taken aback. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's bringing in. Runs. I saw the pictures from the summer camp because spring training was cut short, and it looked like he put on more weight during the quarantine than he even put on over last off season, which was concerning. But well, you know what? You can do that and be a baseball player. There's six. No one's asking him to be basketball. Player. There's sixty <laughs> games this season. Well, he's got to at least be mobile, like move around. Yeah, Don't Barry Bonds wasn't fat turd over at third base, you know, or or I guess at the Universal DH. Is that what they're gonna do? Just roll on up to the batter's box and roll on out, please. Uh, with 60 games, I, I was talking to another another DJ about this in-house. Uh, I'd say 20 wins. If they got 20 wins, I'd consider that a serious success this year because you went 20 and 40 in a That's 60 bad. game. I, name me, it's a success. Name me six Wait, players on the roster. What is that equivalent to in 160 games? Well, they'd be 20 games under 500. So that's what... So no. Because yeah. that means they go 500 the rest of the 100 games. It's, 50, no, it's double, about 55 wins. Yeah, that's like yeah. one of the worst seasons you could have. Uh, but it's only 60 games, so I'll take the 20 <laughs> and 40. I know there's going to be teams that won't even win 15 games in the league this year. You've got the Orioles, the Tigers. I, I will bet you every team wins 15 games. No. No. It's not tr- not true at all. Oh, look at the trader. Look at the trader. Is he going to come in here and try and join in? No. No. Sorry. <laughs> you can't come in. No. <laughs> you just put up. Yeah, the double deuce. No, you got to go, bro. You were trying to be a radio star. Get out of here. You wasn't with the shooting in the gym? All right. Yeah, 20 wins is not that I mean, 20 wins for a team that's got, like, what's the expectation level here? First floor? 
making it out the lobby? Like, come on, what's this? It ain't no penthouse team. It ain't no team that's going to the playoffs. I feel like the outlook on the Giants was so much better 24 hours ago, and it just fell off a cliff after game one. Everyone's like, oh, no. I think it was, it might have been pretty dire anyway, because when they were doing the warm up games, I had people who watch the Giants religiously, and they're like, most of these guys look like they just got out of high school. There, there is. It's like, a, I'm it's older a, than that. It's half a the team, team full of nobodies. And that's totally fine because by the, end of this, by the end of this season, we will have found one or two that we're going to latch onto and that the fans will love. And that they'll be like, oh, yes, I appreciate this guy. Now, the other 23 spots, totally up for grabs because I am of the unpopular opinion. Thank you for your service, Brandon Crawford. Thank you for your service, Buster Posey. Thank you for your service. Pablo, get the hell out of here, Brandon Belt. I don't need you. Well, I think Posey's never, different. Never than stay away guys. from Brandon Belt. I've never been a fan of Brandon Belt. We fight Brandon Belt all the time, so I, or I'm ready to fight about him. Is he think he coming in here? No. All right. This um, guy. I was I I do like uh the one guy that was impressive for the Giants was the guy named Heineman, catcher. Uh, yeah, because he. I didn't know who he was until they announced the starting lineups. It's great. He, uh, he got caught in a pickle. And there was a lot of effort getting back to third base. <laughs> like, he really tried. He didn't you, have to. And you liked it? Like, like he could have just given up and, and go to the dugout. But he really tried. Didn't get it. But <laughs> it's, time to, it's time to move Pay on. For effort. You, the, those, the World Series, all right, 2010, 2012, 2014, that's great. But we're in a new bleeping decade. So it's time to move on from those guys. They can still be forever giant. Even if they're not in a Giants uniform, all right? You started to move off from Madison Bumgarner. That was the first domino to fall. There'll be t-shirts for that next week. Um, what? what? You can still be forever Giant? Sure. Give, oh, me, okay. give me who would be the best player that hops to another team after the Giants and then just takes off. What like Hunter like, Pence did. Like somebody he that, was an all-star last well, and year. And bringing Pence back. Oof. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I mean, he was technically an all-star last year, so we'll see what goes on this summer with Hunter Pence, but I feel like who, he's Who would he's be the next like, archaic saying, giant to do that? that? Who out of this crop that we would drop off and they would just, or we would we would send him somewhere and they do fine? I would argue Brandon Belt just because yeah. they some 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 Ameri- all-star bid. Some American, <laughs> some, some American League team would put him as a DH and he'd hit, you know, what, 275 and they just, or I mean, not even 275, he'd hit like 265 and maybe like 2300 home runs and people be like this Brandon Belt guy wow he might have a second wind after San Francisco and be like well you guys are missing that yes he hit 23 home runs but how many times he strike out oh that's right over 100 okay cool you know it's like I'm I'm cool off the Brandon Belt thing man I don't even know if he's actually ever striking out 100 times in a season I just kind of shut that off from the hip uh what's gonna be the dumbest team that for 60 Miami. games my the answer is always Miami but they're not gonna get red hot I'm talking a team that wouldn't make the playoffs if it was 160 games, but makes the playoffs because it's 60 games. They just go and 40. The, well, there's like 50 playoff teams now, yeah, too. Yeah, they, they go so. 40 and 20, and they make it. Where if you played the extra 100 games, they would have evened out to about 81 and 81. What team would that be? What's going to be that the dumb team? Brandon like, Belt has stricken, striken out over 100 times. Struck out, whatever the, whatever that word I was looking for has. Strike, struck out over 100 times in 2012, 2013. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Get the hell off my team. Get okay. the hell off my team. I actually would have said, until yesterday, I actually would have said that team would have been the Giants. The Giants? Just that weird like 2010 energy of just a bunch of random Are dudes. the Diamondbacks bad? I don't I, think they're I, I, bad. I don't disrespect a 2010 team like this because this team, but is, you it, couldn't even hand hold a candle to the 2010 team. But opening day 2010, everyone's like, this team sucks. Like, 
Nobody knew that who 2010 the, uh, that was. That was a wild card team, right? Yeah. yeah. I might be speaking with some hindsight there. <laughs> I'm just don't even talk about that 2010 team. What about the right? Blue Jays? Could they do it? Uh, Could they I, win 40 games or 35 games? Uh, road birds. I with no home? Right. Well, they're going to play in Buffalo. Buffalo, actually, can you Google the Buffalo AAA affiliate stadium? Because I was listening to somebody this morning on one of the podcasts I was listening to. They said that Buffalo is as close to a Major League Baseball city as you can be in the minors. Like, they want a Major League team very badly. So if there's going to be a team that relocates, they're probably going to throw them up in Buffalo. Be Silent Field. Can I see a picture? Oh, wow. It, dude, that looks like a pretty legit stadium yep. for a minor league team. Like, you just have to put stands up in the in the outfield, and you're good to go. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, looks man. Looks good. That's a, yeah. Dude. Okay, so whoever... whoever Buffalo made, in the summer? Not bad. No, I don't know about that, but <laughs> it, it looks like they're ready to ready to host a major league team. The Blue Jays, no. Give me an American... I, can you... How many teams are making the playoffs? 18. Is Wait, it 18? 16. 16. So it's 8 and 8? Okay. Uh, eight I think they still have wild card, but they're also doing a three-game series in like the opening rounds to eliminate these uh, uh, 16 teams. Sounds pretty stupid, but we'll see what goes on with baseball there. At least it opens up the door for more. Uh-huh. All right, if I'm going to go an American League team, that's going to shock everybody and make a run here. I mean, the Angels wouldn't shock anyone. They should do this for 60 you know games, what? but I'm they gonna, don't have pitching. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say it. Seattle. The Mariners out of the mm-hmm. out of the American League. That's the surprise dark horse yeah. team. I wouldn't be surprised if one day into the season they're already 0 2. But hey, Seattle, my dark horse in the American League and in the National League. <sighs> Pittsburgh Pirates. How about okay. that? Mm. How about the Pittsburgh Pirates? I was thinking Reds. So no. I'm with you on that. Uh, well, in the right, same right division. division. Yeah, no. I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Pirates just because they refuse to bring in the Toronto Blue Jays. It tells me that they're up to something. So the. <laughs> The Pirates have something brewing. There's a brewing over in Pittsburgh. Shout out to the Pirates. All I, right, we're going to track of that. I will watch the I Giants have, games, but I will cry through them, and I, I will be say, sell my sell the team at my television while I watch Giants games, but just know that the Mariners and the Pirates are my dark horses to at least make the playoffs. So i got to write that down because so far when we did dumb NBA predictions, I'm yours good. hit. Yeah. <laughs> Joakim Noah got signed by the Clippers, and he played yesterday mm-hmm. in the bubble game, yeah. the bubble scrimmage. Never doubt this This unquestionably— I think Kawhi Leonard gave him a pass, and he made a bucket. Yeah, that's all it takes is hit the shots when you're giving them, and they'll find a spot on the roster, so, even with his ugly-ass so jump far, shot. So far, you're, you're one for one, so we'll, what we'll see if we What have going? you done for me lately with these predictions, huh, kid? I'm pretty good about it, so— but yeah, other than that, the crowd noise that's getting pumped in, that's all right. That's cool. I'm, I'm all right off the crowd noise. What about noise. the fake fans? Do you like those guys? Not a little weird. It, I mean, it doesn't look weird when you're watching it from the normal angle of, like, behind the plate, they look totally fine. It's just their stoic figures. And then once the once you see a line drive get fouled off and you look and it's just <laughs> paper-thin people that are, like, Only in, like, the first three rows, too. Yes, yeah. And it's weird uh, how they're doing that because they've tarped off everything else for advertisements. Do you think it helps us more as fans or the players? Uh, I feel like if you're there, you notice it more. That you're like, those are a bunch of cardboard people. I don't know. I, I don't know if it would throw me off. I don't know because, like, if you're a pitcher and like you're throwing an empty stadium, that just throws you off your. Like, game. Hey, it's Guy Fieri. Like, also, like <laughs> the, all these little rules, you can't lick your fingers and That's, things like I that. I think and that I'm would like, be more annoying than what the noise. pitcher yeah. has like that free throw routine. Mm. It's like they have to do this thing for 30 seconds to get their right. Certain throw. certain ballparks are going to be way more affected. Like, I feel like if you're the St. Louis Cardinals, you're going to definitely notice, wow, we are playing in a quiet baseball park. But if you are, and everybody has taken this shot at them, so I'm going to go to a different team. If you're the Baltimore Orioles, I won't use the Miami Marlins, if you're the Baltimore Orioles, 
you're used to playing in front of 2,000, 3,000 people to where you can hear the vendor talking smack about your, your batting <laughs> average, you know? Dope, like, dope time to be bad. Just dollar it's like, forty. Hey, man, it's a year in the rebuild. Right. I want to get an awesome draft pick. Dollar forty nine red vines hitting as high as uh, yeah. Sixty games. Maybe we'll sneak in in one of the sixteen playoff teams. Who cares? And then it, you just go on to next year. I know. If you're good, this sucks. It's, if you're bad, this. Sucks. They should have been playing the game two months ago. They should have been playing it two months ago. And I, I just can't get over that. How, how bad well, baseball screwed the pooch. Would, I'm in fine if they use the two months to make a plan. So far, it just looks like regular baseball, except they really went into detail on these cardboard cutouts. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's got to have a blue polo. Yeah, we, you can't have a blue dogs. polo Get the dogs. next to another blue polo. Are you insane? Now, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, Fox Sports is putting in, in digitally inserting like Sims in mm. the seats. I don't know how I feel about that yet. That, that's wait. too creepy. Yeah. yeah, like I can deal with the crowd noise, even though there's the occasional weird one where a guy hits a single and everyone goes insane. Yeah. I don't know if I can do 3D people. Do nah, they move no. like the Sims? They do. It looks just like do the Sims. Do weird dancing? Completely. You're just going to have a hologrammed um, attendance? I don't like that. No. Something about that sounds weird. I like even their their statement about it was like, we're not trying to fool people, but uh, we just don't like so the stadium. So then why do it? Why do it, right? Because I was listening to another podcast where the Miami Marlins used to do this thing where they would, if you went to a Miami Marlins game, certain sections would be tarped off because they knew they weren't selling those out because people weren't showing up. So you would just have clusters of like 200 people sitting in this section over in left center, but you'd also have like another, you know, 300 people sitting behind the plate. Then you'd have like another... 200 people down the left third baseline and and they said they they put those people there because they started to learn where fox sports put their cameras so that way when the cameras would pan during the broadcast you would find out where uh it would make it look like the the game was highly attended when really you went there and you're just like damn there really is only like three thousand people here and even then they were fudging attendance numbers and being like actually today's paid yeah, attendance thirty six thousand oh wouldn't be that, it wouldn't be that bad you can't fool people I was gonna say ten thousand you know like ten thousand five hundred you know like oh okay that's believable I guess those seven thousand people just got stuck in traffic or maybe they're on the beach you know the air conditioner that sounds really nice though uh, last thing on baseball Fauci. Boy, mm. you had a chance to solidify your legacy there with the mm. opening pitch. If he had hummed that thing in there right down the pipe, nobody would have ever questioned Fauci's Fauci's uh, motives or nothing, right? Because you could have just been like, ah, oh, he's a straight doc. He just throws it right down the line, just like his first pitch. He just uh, tells it how he sees it right down the line. Doesn't worry about it. That but he went, good. he went and had to go and hook it left. All right, you know how much political fodder that's going to be. Look at this, Fauci. Well, hook it with left. A, that's uh, an understatement. With a sliding left, with a sliding left curve, right? it's like that. Dead lines up with his political ideologies. There, it's just he didn't do himself any favors. And the go, making him go out there with the glove, I thought was kind of stupid too. But it's whatever. Yeah. The gold jerseys, swag. Yeah. Gold jerseys. The Nationals did. I think the Giants were like the first ones to do that, actually. When they won the World mm-hmm. Series, they came out with the gold letters and the gold numbers. Oh, on the back of the stop living That's in the past. Right. The, I'm just Was saying, that the 2010 team? Maybe. <laughs> the Nationals. The Na- well, it would have been in 2011 right. when they were defending. But yeah, it was the Nationals who came out and did it this year. And it looked, I mean, teams have been doing it since since they won the World Series. And it's cool. But I just, you know, fun little fact, I think the Giants started that. But uh-huh. It just sucked that he was out there in the championship jersey, and you just watched him go. And not that I expected a 78-year-old, you know, America Health official to be able to, you know, <laughs> sling a fastball down there, but at least, at least get it to the plate, man. Would you have been okay if it was a one bouncer? 
Yeah, it would have been fine if you bounced it. At least it would have gone straight. My big thing is is you went and threw a 50-cent pitch. Or the who is the, like the mayor of Cincinnati? Look up the Cincinnati for, or first pitch. That one's awful. That dude's name is like Curtis is something. Is it that hard? Apparently. I feel like we could do it. Trump went or Trump went Verizon knows how to build unlimited right. What does Verizon know, Mike? Sorry. Thank you, hey, YouTube. Uh, this podcast is No, it's Verizon. not. <laughs> no, it hasn't been. It's seven hundred dollars when you switch, it's thirty five dollars a line right now. Yeah, Try def- to get the group on us for five G E access. Oh, that's some very Fauci energy right they there. Oh, it's so much money right now, Verizon. Oh, my God. I'm an AT&T guy, so that really grinds my gears. Uh, yeah, that was a bad pitch, huh? Who was, who was it? Let's put him on blast. Uh, Mark Mallory. I was close. Curtis, Big. Mark. Yeah. Mark Mallory guy. Oof, man, that was a terrible first pitch, and right up there with he fifty. Had the look and too. Fifty look cent swagger. Fifty cent had a terrible first pitch too. Is he but have an earring in? Probably. Whew. Oh, well. It was bad, and then Fauci goes up there. But that's where Trump tweeted out a video that said like "Welcome back, baseball" or something like that. And Trump looks like he had a hose when he was growing up. I ain't gonna lie. Well, I wonder, we're gonna see him throw a pitch. Yes, so, in I'm August. For that. I, I'm wondering what position if he was starting in baseball today. Keep in mind, he is built like Pablo Sandoval. So what position would we put him at? Because I'd want to say third, but I don't know if he's got the range to move around like that because of the bone I spurs. I would like to see him at so, catcher. I want to see those darts to second. Can he Can he get up and down, though? Can and then he, I want to see him like point after. Are the knees Are the knees good? I think the most appropriate oh, place... No. For, I, that's what I'm saying. I think the most appropriate place for this guy is at first base because even if somebody gets on, you just have him go stand over there and he doesn't have to come off the base and you just make your second baseman range a little bit more for He'll it. He'll be uh, caught kneeling and then uh, that'll be a whole political no, thing. No, no, he couldn't. <laughs> I was saying, he'd have, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's got at least enough range of motion to be able to reach out and grab a pickoff attempt and like maybe swipe down and try and get somebody who's, who's leading off. So you want him at second? No, that's what I'm saying. I'll put him at first. First. If you're going to hold the runner there. Oh, you want to see him do the splits. I see you. Not you want much, to see him make those long catches. Not much movement. And then hold the pose. <laughs> I'm just saying. those tight pants. I see you, Woody. Nah, he, nothing about I him. I see right through he you. He ain't wearing no tight pants. And I don't know if he's got the flexibility to come off the bag like that to nah, get the stretch. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I'd be curious to see. I think out of every position, because of his current state of his body decay. Woody wants to see thick boy Donnie T make a catch. <laughs> I'm saying, could El Prezi play at first base? That's all. Because I'm definitely not putting him at catcher. I'm definitely not putting him at third base. Those are two positions that you need to be like highly active. At least I think in the infield, you, you don't have to be nearly as active at first as you would everywhere else. Is that, is that off? You're just laughing. Is that I, not, just visualizing that any of this could happen is making me do laugh. Do you think he's a pants up or a pants down kind of guy? Like, is, is he wearing stirrups or is he rocking like Barry Bond style pants? Barry Bonds. You think he's rocking the Bond style pants? Anybody's friends with Barry Bonds. They seem like they seem like. No, I doubt it. <laughs> I assume he's just wearing. Like four sizes, two big slacks, but in the style of baseball pants. Yeah, right. Just, just what about high high socks? That's what I'm asking. Is is if he's going, if he's going to be rocking the Barry Bonds Barry Bonds pants, he doesn't need the high socks. But if he's yeah. going to go stirrups like they did back in the you know the 30s and 40s, that's swag. That'd be when baseball was good, according to him. I, hey, whoa! All right, I didn't say that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Are you excited? You have news. I'm pumped. There's hockey news. Tell us about it. The the big unveil finally happened. That this ne, never do sports leagues defer to Twitter for their organizational decisions, and this I think is the first time it's happened. That uh, after you know months and months of rumors about what the uh, the team name was going to be, 
the Seattle hockey team called themselves the Kraken. What it do, baby? You it's, it? It's a little novelty for me, but I'm still on board with it. It's kind of fun. Uh, it's, a great timing. Why is it novelty? it looks so good compared to the Washington football team. I, mm. Most things do. And so. the Washington football team announced it after the Kraken. So now like, everyone's like... I don't even think it's the Kraken. I think it's just Kraken. It's just Seattle Kraken, right? It's not... It's like... True. The, it's yeah. like the OKC Thunder. Why would you do that? Just give me... No, you, I like that. You gave me a plural team, or you gave me a, a singular team name when I want, and how do I refer to them in the plural? Like, it's just, I don't. No, I actually am into that. The I'm Krakens. Done with, I'm done with nouns. Why? <laughs> I, just, I just get bored. It's like animals, birds, I'm done with that. I is like the Kraken, Miami Heat. Is the Kraken not? The Miami Heat. The Oklahoma City Thunder. The Seattle Kraken. Is that a pronoun? It's not the Krakens. I know. That's what I like. Yeah, that's fine. But what I, is the pl- plural of Kraken? You just say the Seattle Kraken. Crack eye, crack eye, crack eye, crack eye, crack eye hockey. Here we go. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, you're saying crack guy? No, crack eye. Uh, I like the logo. Logo, logo's good. Logo's they, cool. They definitely stole the uh, the red eye from the Sharks. It's very Sharks energy. Uh, Seattle doesn't want to get away from that blue, huh? You know they why? Because like they got the weed up there, dude. So their eyes are always red. <laughs> That's gonna be one stony ass cracking up there, boys. Uh, cracking hockey. Huh? Are they gonna have a better start than the Vegas Knights? Uh oh. I'm gonna say no. Because the Vegas Knights had a crazy start. Duval needs to answer this. Oh, it's go his for boss. It. Can you explain? I, can you explain that real quick, though? Like how they're going to reorient the draft? So that it was a controversy when it happened with Vegas. Why? As to because I guess the fee that Vegas had to pay to get in the league was so much higher than previous expansion teams. They're like, well, we want to make it worth it. We paid all this money. We want to have a contender right away. So the what teams could protect change from prior years that they could protect less players so there were better players available which is why they were able to be so good yeah so basically they got like rather than having you you know you're really good players and then you're kind of middle players and then you're not so good players they got like a whole team of middle pretty good players (laughs) which kind of uh it just it worked out how are they going to do that for seattle they're keeping the same uh the same rules, so Seattle will get the same, or the same or very similar uh, choices of what they can pick from teams. So yeah, it's like they, an expansion draft. Yeah, so it's like so. I think the way that it got described to me once before from my friend Kurt, who was telling me that basically each team has four lines, right? Like for at least uh, offensively, you have four lines, so you could protect, I believe, one and a half or two of your lines. I think it was one and a half of your lines, right? So you'd have to pick like your your top five best. Uh, what well, I don't know what would it be like offensive guys, right? Your attackers, your wings, your centers. You could pick. You could pick like five or six of those guys to protect, and then you could pick like three or four defenders and like a key, and a goalie to protect. Right. And then everything else was up for grabs for them to come through and just be like, well, we want this guy, we want this guy, we want this. Guy. They yeah. were able to just go through like a grocery store on these mm-hmm. teams, which is actually. That's maddening if you're if if I'm an owner of a team or at least even just a GM because it's like damn here comes this new team and they're just plucking away my some of my assets. Is that going to be helpful for the Sharks though? Yes, you might get rid of oh, a contract. They can't wait. That's the benefit. You could get rid of a bad contract. That yeah, is true. Kid, like yeah. that. Brent Who's, Burns or Evander Kane is wow, are on their way out right too. And they may yeah. they may take someone like that. You oh, know? definitely. 
they're, <laughs> they're just going to leave all their big contracts unprotected. So That's smart, though. Sometimes yeah. the expansion draft really helps, and then sometimes you lose like a guy that isn't a superstar, but you like to have him around. Important question. Because I believe, how many teams are there in the league right now? This will be 32. This 32. is the 32nd yeah. franchise. Yeah. You have 16 teams in the West, and you have 14 teams in the East. Who is the team that is going to slide over? We think it's Chicago? It was going to be rumored to be Arizona for a long time. What? That, that doesn't make any sense. Because they were hey, going to... They're east of California. Well, it doesn't the, matter. <laughs> the assumption was going to be that they were going to fail and have to move to the East Coast. It doesn't and, matter what you think! Thank you, Dwayne. <laughs> they were going to move the Arizona franchise? Yeah, they were going to move into Quebec or Toronto and be Toronto too. It'd be like the Mets of Toronto. Jesus. No, and, pick uh, a different place. Yeah, it never... Uh, it never they, they're just successful enough to barely survive each year. It's funny because uh, we're, they don't play at Talking Stick. They play... At, no, they, they play, play in Glendale. Yeah, they so they play right next to the University of Phoenix Stadium where the Cardinals yes, play. right across I've, the street. I've, been, I, I've only been to one Sharks game ever, and it was in Phoenix. Don't ask me why. It was like, yeah, right? Well, you was, had an Arizona stint. I, yes, so I had some time out there. It was a fun time, but that was a time of the past. Anyway, I, I, I got a great story from an Uber driver about uh, that whole development over Dude, there. Dude, it's terrifying. When you go up to the top, we started up in the top row because it was, again, it was one of those arenas that's like half half populated because the team is, you know, mediocre, but and the Sharks still found a way to lose. But we started up in the top where you're looking down at the ice, and you might as well be parallel looking at that thing just over the, the oh my god, I felt like I was going to fall over. You had one tall can and stuff started moving, especially <laughs> up that high. Then we moved down to where we got closer to the ice level because you were able to and the security just didn't care and Drinks were flowing, and it was a grand old time, even though the Sharks lost. That was fun. The shopping center is amazing. It's so fun. Is that? But it's the only thing in Glendale. Is that your Uber driver story? That was my Uber driver story. They built this. The mall is sick. The mall is They they built this whole thing expecting people would, they're like, oh, we're going to get ahead of it. Like, we're going to be in Glendale. That's where everyone's going. Nope. And then nobody moved to Glendale. That's why they get like 16 people a game. They're like, oh, well, we we did not. More than the Chargers, so. True. Yeah, more than the 11 that are coming to the Charger game. I am slowly starting to realize how many bug bites I got yesterday. Dude, yeah, like, you're really rubbing yourself down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting real excited. It's like the worst places to get the bug bite is on the back of your knee. On the, I will argue that the back of your knee is the worst spot to get to get a bug bite because that's what I'm dealing with right now on both legs. And it's like it's the worst. Oh, because they... It's, an, okay, yeah, it's no, an insatiable no. itch because it's just constantly getting sweaty and rubby down there, you know, or... Um, yeah, there you go. That's what I was trying to say. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's who do we think is the most likely to move? Who would make this? Who would make the most sense? Because Detroit made the switch when Vegas came in, correct? They moved Detroit over to the east. Yes. Probably be someplace warm. That'd be my guess. No, I would argue somewhere. That if they were smart, they'd do it somewhere right in the middle. Pick one of those middle teams, like uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. That's or, a warm place. I'll take that. Or. Dallas, Dallas, nah, Nashville. Dallas is not losing. Teams. Nashville's in the West. Na- oh. Nashville's in the West. Nashville, throw them to the East. That's it. That's it. Preds, Preds to the East. That's what's gonna happen. Right. Everybody else can stay. But what's weird is Memphis Grizzlies are in the West. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Different weird. league. Different league. All right. Because in the, because if you want to do that with Major League Baseball, they have the American League and the National League, and you have an American League well, team. Baseball which is has more problems than that. Is, we'll talk about that another time. They have so many problems. <laughs> so many problems. Any more talking hockey? That was talking hockey. And that was talking hockey. All right. Frank, 
Yeah. You have some thoughts about the NBA restart and and awards, award well, season. They announced it, interestingly enough, that the bubble will not be a part of the voting. So Horse people hockey. have to vote what? for the NBA awards before the games. What? Huh? So from July 21st to 27th, all the writers and the media are voting for your awards. So those eight regular season games are really just to give those teams a chance for the playoffs. Does it mean anything else? <laughs> Nothing. Um, most likely LeBron and Giannis won't even play most of them. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so let's still, do our own the voting. Scrimmages on the on the TV, man. It was still nice to see him on there. Let's do our own voting, and we're not going to hide behind our anonymous ballots. We're going to stand by them. And our biases... Coach of the Year. Let's start with that one. I love Coach of the Year award. This is one of my favorites. Because there's always... I don't know. In basketball, there's so many examples of like coaches that like overcome things. Oh, I would say either Alvin Gentry with New Orleans... Get out of here. Only because, only because they're managing to do, they're managing to stay in the hunt. I realize that everything's been gift wrapped for them this year because of Zion, but like they didn't have Zion. It was I believe Lonzo right. missed some time. It's just wrong. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> or the other one is um, who's the head coach up at Portland? Is it still Stotts? Yeah, yeah, Terry Stotts. I'll put it. I'll put Those are your there. two coach of the years. Dude, it, two I, guys it, not in the playoffs. It, it, <laughs> but if they get into the playoffs, especially after having this quarantine break where basketball was put on pause for four months, I think that's a pretty impressive coaching job. But they're to, not going to. You don't know that hasn't started yet. Look, it's easy. It's gonna be Nick Nurse. What? Okay, sick. <laughs> Thank you. No, why? What's why? Why does Toronto get coach of the year? They're the second seed in the East, oh. and they lost Kawhi. Oh, okay. On a cupcake East? Is that that's Braun left the East ain't been the same since. It doesn't matter. That's, that's why I very picked two, I picked two Western record. Conference that teams. That are making the playoffs. That, that you do no not sense. know if they're not making the playoffs. I would love to see Spo get it, but Nick Nurse has the the better story for it. Guys like Nate okay. McMillan Forget for the Forget your Pacers. narratives. Oh my God, I'm so tired of that. That's what makes this... You don't even have a narrative with yours. They're not in the playoffs. I'm it's, saying, hey, Portland made the Western Conference Finals and now we're going to miss the playoffs. No, no, How no, is no, that no. a good coaching job? Uh-uh. I got Hassan Whiteside and I lost with him. Give no. me the award, I'm saying, please. I'm saying if they make the playoffs, given everything that's happened, being able to weather the storm is, I would think, a pretty no, it's going to be Nick Nurse. And Nick Nurse deserves it. It's a hell of a job. A, a, Coach of the year. He lost one of the three to five best players in the league. Some people um, say he's the best, uh-huh. and they're still great. And he's got to go. And the only tough team that he has to play in the East is Giannis. Oh, is yeah. Yeah. No, no. Who? Who? Nick Nurse? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, the only tough team they have to play in the East is Giannis. Like, I like the Heat, yes, but the Heat nowhere on the Bucks level. The Sixers, everybody wants to talk about how great of a team that is. They they have no chemistry. They can't make it seem to, they seem to can't make it work with Simmons and Embiid on the floor at the DeWald, same time. What do you think? <laughs> the only clear correct answer here is Brad Stevens because because <laughs> you look like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Fair enough. What's the next award? Uh, let's do most improved player. Oh, most improved is tough. I don't know. I don't have most improved. I have a six man, but I, I'm going to save that. Most improved. There's um, there's a couple of guys. I have my bias. He's a, he's number one right there. Dual. He's number one. Say his name for me. Wow. I'm gonna say it's uh, Barn Adebayo. Bam. 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 Close. Bam. Bam. Adabio. 
Autobio. Yeah, yeah, it is Autobio. Uh, yeah, I'm going Bam. Oh, Bam. Oh. I'm going Bam Bam. Good Lord, I there can't you go. see. Wham Bam. Wham Bam, thank you, ma'am. Um, Most improved. He is a defensive monster. He, I mean, it's just the the opposite of Whiteside. So Miami had Whiteside for three years. They never made the playoffs with him. He never made an all-star bid. Bam's first year as a starter. They're a great team, and they're, he made an all-star bid. He's already outplaying him in every way. I love him. He's great. And he's only 6'9". But, but in the modern NBA, you can do that. And nice. Bam, Bam is the one piece that they have that can actually try and keep up with Giannis, but you're going to have to try and keep up with Giannis for 48 minutes. So that's kind of tough. But he I like is, to see Jimmy Buckets on him. Jimmy okay. Buckets is a we'll hell see. of a defender. We'll see. we'll see it soon enough. I, I don't want to see that matchup. I know he's the height advantage is not there. Uh, Brandon Ingram, yeah, you know. He was good. Overcome some health you, you issues. You must like him because health he's a Pelican. I'd, whoa, whoa. Just Who are you giving credit to, Ingram or a Gentry for that one? No. For most improvement? Well, dude, who was, in with, who was with him shooting you know in what? the gym? You Pelicans all the awards. Who I was think Zion could win No, 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 no. Because no. I'll tell you right now, I already got rookie rookie of the years down, uh, six mans down. Like, I just, I'm telling you, it's more impressive to me for a coach. If you have all the pieces... How tough is it, right? Like, people, that's what people, big knock on Steve Kerr was. You have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevin Durant. How hard could it be to coach? I don't know. Managing egos, making sure that everybody gets the right burn, well, the I right mean, burn, all that stuff. Won 73 games. Now, so. exactly. Well, now so imagine. With the pieces, he did really well with them. At, well, because he had all the pieces. Now imagine doing all that with not as many pieces. And that's where I give the benefit of the doubt to. You know, Stotts and Gentry for being able to Two do that. Two guys not in the playoffs. They will be. They will in be in a league that over half the teams make the playoffs. I promise you, they're going to be in there. They're going to be um, in there. Let's uh, let's do six men. You have one for six. Montrez Harrell. That's too easy. Okay. Montrez. The Harrell. other Clipper. It's, I think Lou is the favorite. No, Lou Williams. See, the thing is, I don't think actually, I don't think Lou Williams is eligible. I think he started too many games. Montrez Harrell affects the game in every single asset whereas Lou Williams defense is his biggest so weak is, is weakness right Lou Williams can go out there and get you a bucket right you need a bucket Lou will go get that for you but Trez will work you down on the post with these little half-ass spin moves that somehow get him to a shot that he's able to lay in and the lay-ins always go in he's got he's a pretty good passer underrated passer he's got one of the highest field goal percentages and then the defensive rating that he puts up when I see Montrez Harrell out on the court especially when he's playing against you know when he was playing against the Warriors this year it bothered me because I knew that they had no chance to begin with and then with that guy out there they were double screwed but Montrez Harrell six man of the year don't give it to Lou Williams don't fold and give it to Lou Will just because you always give it to Lou Will what about you what are you thinking? Trez. As we were saying about the Kraken, no. <laughs> I do not know. Uh, I got enough. Schroeder. I agree with everything Jeff said. Respectable. I got Respect. Dennis Schroeder for it. Okay. Uh, I think that's your sec- That's the only other option you could give it to. The three-point guard lineup of Paul Shy and Dennis Schroeder in the fourth quarters of those Oklahoma City Thunder games, and I think... In some metrics, they were the best fourth quarter team in the league. And now that he's got um, more burn, he's playing. He's paying more attention to his defense too. Yeah, I know. I just, I just want. I want to give Oklahoma some love because everyone thought they would be terrible. And Dennis play, Schroeder, are they, are they a playoff team? Would yeah, yeah. They're like the fifth seed. They're like right where they were last year with Paul George and Westbrook. Mm, double check that real quick. Um and Schroeder will come in off the bench when Chris Paul needs a rest because you know. Getting a little old out there, and they're just as potent. A lot of old, you know. It's so, nice. uh, I, I I'm gonna go Schroeder, but if one of the Clippers wins it, that's fine. I mean, if Lou Williams wins it, 
I'll be a little bummed because he's got enough of them, but you really shouldn't take voter fatigue into this. But one of those three guys is going to be down to them. Okay. Portland. Whew. I mean, sir, Memphis could drop out. I like Memphis, but either Portland or New Orleans, one of those two teams is getting in and Memphis is falling out because I still like I still like Dallas because of Porzingis. And, Speaking of Memphis, yeah. what's your rookie of the year? There is a right answer. You're going to think I'm going to say Luca, but I'm going to say John Moran. Luca's not a rookie. Oh, not Luca, excuse me. I'm going to say, you're going to think, whoever you thought I was going to say. Zion. No. I'm going to say John Morant because, dude, all you got to do is put on the highlights of John Morant and just be like, this boy can ball. And I know that's terrible analysis. It's terrible. It's terrible analysis. That's me scouting quarterbacks. Just 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 watch John Morant play. Like, he is getting every ounce of talent out of his frame, dude. Like, he is... He, the way he attacks the basket, he's got a clean jumper. I like the way he's been distributing the ball with his teammates. Like, there you go. I can't go. believe you can dunk. I'm just no, no, I can. I mean, I'm just saying, like, he's a, he's a relatively frail guy. The way he's built, he's not as thick as other guys, right? He's got like the Brandon Ingram build, but he's not nearly as tall. He's like yeah, he's the, got Kevin Durant body almost. That's what I'm saying, and he's not nearly the size that KD and, and Brandon Ingram are. So that's got to be a little bit of your disadvantage. He says he's put on weight. He's like, you know what he is to me? He's like the Lamar Jackson of the NBA. I want to because you got to put on a little bit of muscle, and I'll be interested to see if your body type will be able to survive the banging and beating that goes on in the league. But there's a clear talent and a bright future there. It's just a matter of how is he going to manage his body and developing as he moves forward. Because the developments that we've seen over the course of this season, did anybody? John Moran is one of the one of the reasons that this team is even competing for the playoffs right now. Yeah, Andre Iguodala hit the eject. Eject Osito, cuz. Did not want to be a yeah, part of this team. what a loser. Did not know. No, he's on my team. I was going to say, now he's on the heat. That's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying, eject Osito did not want to be on this team. And look, now you got the now you got the Grizzlies who are scrapping for a playoff spot. Like, could you imagine that? You're a rookie, and you got Iggy, and you're like, oh, I'm going to learn so much from this master of the game. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to be here. This place is garbage. I'm better than this. Bye. And it's like... Ah, oh, shit. You can't be mad at Iguodala for that, though. I absolutely can be, and I am. No, uh, why? It's disrespectful. He's earned it. No. Yeah. It's going to be a slight motivator, though. He, no, he like, was if an, you're, it's a motivator, yeah, for I mean, sure. Andre Iguodala has produced from the moment he stepped into this league, and then he, he did the salty vet move where he took a step or took a back seat on some championship teams, definitely got cheated out of an, uh, an NBA Finals MVP. No, he didn't. That was the good step. Anyway. It, you okay? I mean, no, it's the end of the week and the wheels are falling oh, off yeah, the bus no, he rapidly. Won the, in the yes. I'm just saying, like, never got a six man. Everything you ever wanted out of a six man, Andre Iguodala was that and never got the credit for it in Golden State. And I think he had the right to go to Memphis and just be like, this ain't for me. I've been in the league for 15 years, for what is it, 14, 15 years. I want to find a spot that's good for me because he has produced everywhere that's he's fine, gone. But just play, don't sit out. And you can work a trade like he did. Now he's in Miami. Well, what happens if he gets hurt when he's in the process of trying to make that trade? That sucks. That, that, better retire. So are you not a fan of kids sitting out at bowl games? Because it'll that's affect completely their... completely different. No, it's not. Because it'll affect their draft stock? Because they're trying to preserve their body it's for when it matters? completely different. No. No. Um, back to Jaw. My worst basketball take was I thought Memphis was going to be the worst team in the West. Because if you look at that roster, like Brandon Clark, Trey J, um, and no real coach, I was like, oh, they're going to be garbage. But no, they're in the playoffs. John Morant's amazing. For Rookie now. of the year. They're in the playoffs for now. Yeah, I mean, we'll see the bubble. Because even if you're 
two games out, you'll play a tournament to get that eighth seed. Yes. So that's what you I'm don't saying. even it's, have. It's not even the eight game stretch to pass the Memphis. You just have to be within shooting distance of them. Yeah. You just. <laughs> And then so, you get an extra four games to play. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's that. a it's whole like, lot of cheese. Hey, we're gonna, on in there. Yeah, we're gonna make you. We're gonna make you guys play eight games. But if at the end of five you're only two games back, then we're gonna let you play an extra four because maybe you could make the eight seed there. Zion, please come back and win. So yeah. that's what the NBA is doing right there. Um, defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. I had who else did? I, what did I say? I had I had rookie and six fan. Ooh, you go ahead with your defensive middle. Uh, it's Giannis. Yeah, all defense is kind of hard to gauge, but he's got all the advanced metrics on his side, and he is the. I mean, you, Kawhi is the get a stop and get a bucket, but Giannis can do the range LeBron defense mm-hmm. that was so popular Based in Miami. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's not picking off the best guy, but he's doing that range thing where he just gets in someone's way, um, and they are the best defensive team. They got a defensive coach. It's. It's Giannis, and he didn't get it last year. And he had—he's been the best defensive player according to you know why? Because they gave it to Rudy Stonehands Gobert, which deserved it because he shut down the league. That's my reaction. Uh, Is there any—is there anyone else for defensive player of the year? I think Rudy's up for it again. I'm looking up these uh, some statistics real quick. Anthony Davis? No, no. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a lot of attention. Are, are the Lakers a good defensive team? Ah, uh, my I God, know. I was going to say. I was Davis say. and LeBron are good this year. Yeah, and they have Bradley. They're probably a good defensive team. I mean, they're probably top ten. I, I was going to say Joel Embiid. That's just not – he's not producing like it was last year. Plus, he can't really make it through an entire game. So, I'll defer on your on your defensive player of the year. Your deep boy. It's not a sexy award. That's fine. It's not. Not at all. Is it? Give me your uh, MVP take, then. <laughs> I mean, it's down to two guys. I would love to hear a third guy in the conversation. It's Giannis. Uh, I don't know if people are on Kawhi for it. Because he's just missed 30 games. Yeah, no, it's 100% Giannis, I think. Regardless of your narrative or not. Is that another advertisement? Inadvertent advertisement? Who was it for this time? Uh, I believe that was for a whiskey. Oh, well, there might be some business opportunities <laughs> there. I, I'm just looking at Giannis. Like, who... Are we talking most valuable player for your team or most valuable player for the league, right? It's up to you. It's your definition. Exactly, right? So, like, for the league, I think it has been LeBron's league. Yes, that's fine. It's whatever. But if you're looking most valuable player and and you're just saying who's the most valuable, and you want to evaluate it strictly on who affects their team the most, take LeBron off of the Lakers, take Giannis off of the Bucks. which team is going to have a faster and heavier fall from grace it's milwaukee second best player on milwaukee is the shooter chris middleton chris middleton right then maybe white dante at three white uh, dante we got bledsoe, uh brooke lopez okay well bledsoe when he wants to be there right because uh, wasn't he the same guy who tweeted how much he wanted out of phoenix man i do not want to be here right now oh, he's having a good talk- time in i Milwaukee, was talking though. about the salon i swear the salon <laughs> i was at because i was there with my girlfriend oh yeah which one nice try so i just say when you take but then you look at the fall you can't remember iggy winning finals mvp but you remember eric bledsoe's tweet in yeah, phoenix yep, yep yep in 2017 <laughs> it was it was more recent so <laughs> there you go <laughs> recency bias and you t- you remove LeBron off the Lakers. You still got Anthony Davis. You still got Lonzo Ball. You st- 
Or not Lonzo Ball, excuse me. Um, Kuzma, his best friend. Oof, he, Kuzma's having a rough year, though. I'm so, you still got Kuzma. Dwight Howard's been playing relatively well. I know that's a stretch, but he's been playing well this you year. You see, you run out of guys, though. What do you mean? On the Lakers. Oh, you got You're Car- already on Dwight Howard. <laughs> Car- Caruso. Well, Rondo's hurt, so that's not a good, that's not a good player to use. Here's, here's my argument for Bron Bron. Um, one, I'm, I'm trying to get away from stats. Yeah. Stats are important, but the guy who has the most stats shouldn't win MVP because I think that eliminates like the Steve Nash MVP years. Um, or he at least deserved the one. I hate when people are always trying to take them away from him. Who he turned clear? a 30 win team or 40 win team to a 66 win team, and he averaged 18 and 10. Like that's just value. He made everyone around him better. He deserved the MVP at least the one time, maybe the two times you could argue. So Giannis has more stats. Mm-hmm. Giannis has. Um, well, like Chris Middleton is number two, is an all star, but he might only be all NBA third team if he even makes the all NBA, where Anthony Davis is flirting with all NBA first team. So LeBron has the better running mate, LeBron has the inferior stats. So it's clear Giannis is the MVP, but I just look at the Lakers and I think that team's a, is a, is a car fire. With the Lakers? Is a car fire. Well, that's because LeBron has chosen that car fire when you when the way he decides to uh, align himself. Think, right? Avery Bradley's not playing for him in the no, bubble, no. Right? So I think Anthony Davis is a hell of a player, but there's no uh, there. I hear every once in a while on social media that he's better than LeBron. There's I'm just no gonna way. I'm gonna hear I'm gonna I'm gonna list off some names for you. Costas. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I'll get to okay. him. I'll get to him. Uh, the second best player outside Anthony Davis would be Danny Green, who's who's having a nice year. Okay. He, he's a he's a vet, third best player. Okay. Uh, Kuzma is having a rough season, but he's still a good player. He can't shoot this year. Rondo, who I keep defending, is having an awful year. Now he's out. Mm-hmm. McGee is your starting center. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard is. I actually this- don't have as negative feelings about Javale McGee as everybody else does. Javale McGee was a very serviceable warrior. He was a bonehead before he joined the Warriors, and that was just what his what his career needed was the resurgence with the Warriors. Right, but he's like a guy who's going to get you eight and eight. Okay. What are his averages? I don't know. Dwight Howard is the same line, and Dwight Howard's only comeback uh, now six point is- eight points, five point eight rebounds, and point oh six assists a game. And Dwight Howard. The only reason he's having the resurgence is because of LeBron. Okay. Like, he was a train wreck in still, the eight other teams he's been on the last two years. Still counts. Uh, I like Caruso a lot. He's not a stats guy, but he is the he's the Marcus Smart. So I do like him. I think he's a valuable player. Mm-hmm. What, you got Markeith Morris at the deadline in a buyout? You got Caldwell Pope, who sucks. Now you got JR and Deion Waiters, and we're going to watch this team at least get to the conference finals. Like, the starting lineup's going to be LeBron, Caldwell Pope, Green, Anthony Davis, McGee. And you're going to have Caruso, Deion Waiters, and JR, Kuzma, Markeith Morris, and Dwight Howard on the bench. Not a bad bench. That's a deep bench. That is a wacky, that's a meme team. You're just missing Michael Beasley, which they had last year. (laughs) That's that's a 2K (laughs) team. That would be a team that you could wreck shop with I know... Uh, Milwaukee's team's inferior in terms of accolades and history and experience, but with Budenholzer, that team is a perfect cog. I think they would be better. You have Giannis without Giannis than the Lakers would be without LeBron. You have Giannis, his brother Eric Bledsoe, Sterling Brown, Pat Connaughton, who was actually playing 
relatively well this year. Dante DiVincenzo, White Dante. You have George Hill, Ursan Ilyasova, Kyle Korver, Brooke Lopez, Robin Lopez, Frank Mason III, Wesley Matthews, Chris Middleton, and a bunch of other guys that we don't know. So I, But it's how they fit. Like, Brooke Lopez is an amazing player, but he's really good with Budenholzer on the Bucks. Wesley Matthews is a good player with Budenholzer on the Bucks. That organization we're not and that, that Giannis, coaching. Giannis is the one that brings is the glue that holds it all together. I mean, he obviously is. I don't want to tear him down to elevate Braun, mm-hmm. but it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think the Lakers work without LeBron. I think the Bucks work without Giannis. If you had another guy at small forward, they wouldn't be as good. But the Lakers are vying for a championship, and the Bucks. we're all waiting for them to lose. It's theirs to get, but we're all waiting for them to How lose. How many years did J.R. Smith sign for? Oh, I was probably just one. Um, get um, $15.6 million. That's his contract? That's what they're saying the salary is. There's no way. And Deion Waiters is getting 375000 Yeah, I thought they were on the same deal. One, one year, J.R. Smith. One year, $15 million? The ESPN app says 15,000. No, like 300, okay. Yeah. And that must be a mis- misprint there. Whew, man, I was looking at these Lakers rosters. I was just, or the, the salary, I was just like, oy vey, yeah. man. Um, but, I mean, if Giannis wins it, it's coin flip. But for me, I just, I don't think these Lakers teams work. No team works without LeBron because it's the way that he specifically constructed them. And I, I say him specifically, ever since he took off from Miami, he has had to, regardless of how much he wants to deny that he hasn't set these teams up, he has had his hands in the cookie jar when assembling these teams. I think from Milwaukee Miami to Cleveland to LA. A Toronto situation without Kawhi. That because of their system and because of their coaching and because of their depth, it just works. Is and that with Giannis going to the Western Conference or is Giannis staying in the Eastern Conference and just going to a different yeah, team? I mean, well, you can just not give Toronto credit. That's fine. They well, beat when, you in the finals. No, mad, when, 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 two, when two out of the three Kawhi. best NBA players in the league are in the West, right, it's very easy for the one guy out in the East to look like an absolute monster. And that's why I'm, I'm going to chop. Is this down. a case against Giannis? I'm going to chop him down here for a second. Is because he is playing in the East, where there is who's the star power in the East? It's I Giannis. Don't, I don't get into that. I don't get into East v West. Okay, well there that's is who, advantages. That's who you're playing majority of your games against. But then that's like asking the league to split the MVP award into East and West. I'm not asking them to do that. I'm just asking that. You can't to be give take- the MVP to the Western player every year. Well, exactly. So that's what I'm saying is it needs to be taken into account as to like. Okay, you're going into a very stacked wet. Like, if if LeBron was head and shoulders performing above everybody else, then by all means, go ahead and give it to him. But Giannis is doing what he's doing with nobody around him, and I understand that the East is a little is, is weaker. Yes, that's what I've been saying is that Kawhi left. But I'm mainly just using that argument when I go to talk down about the the Raptors. I'm not using that argument when I'm talking about Giannis. Is the is the best way to put that right? Because Giannis again, he might be Giannis going, has everything going for him. He's got better numbers, and he has inferior teammates. But I do believe the teammates work better in Milwaukee than the teammates work in L.A. And as far as your— Like Vogel Lakers with Anthony Davis and Noah LeBron, I don't think are great. And then extending, piggybacking onto the argument about the weak weast. When I I say that—or when you say that you think they would be a Toronto, 
in Milwaukee what would happen if Giannis left. That's why I'm asking. Is Giannis going west and making it even easier for because the sick yeah. is a Brooklyn. They're all going to Brooklyn to oh, lose. Oh God. <laughs> all right, he's on Brooklyn. <laughs> all right. Well, that, then Brooklyn, you got to. I guess you got to watch out for next year because de facto because of Giannis, <laughs> yeah, Kyrie, Durant, Giannis, yeah. all to lose in the second round. If they can all, if they can make it work, then by all means. But I, I'm just looking at the the majority here. There's not near. It's not nearly as deep. So of course it's going to be easier for Milwaukee for just as a team, Milwaukee and Toronto to rise above because you're going to have a good record because you're beating up on all these ass teams. Whereas in the Western Conference, you look at a team like the Warriors who was missing one player this year, and they got bounced around. Well, two, technically, because of Steph. But they got bounced around for five games. They were still getting slapped silly in the West up until Steph got hurt. And you look at how tough it is, rough and tundra. That's why when they went and did the bubble, you put nine Eastern Conference teams in there, but you made way for what? 12, 13 Western Conference because it's a tighter race out there. It's just there's more. And Zion's in the West. That too. That too. There's more star power. I think the Suns got in. The star power is something you got to account for, man. Star power has its way. So LeBron for MVP then? No. Giannis. Giannis for MVP. But LeBron's in the West. There's so. (laughs) (laughs) Again. You're not. I, I combined arguments. Like there. you just did the argument he tweeted about. He's saying I heard this for 15 years, and now I went to the West and became the number one seed. Sounds like a good argument. Then sounds like you're on board with that. I'm saying good job for LeBron. That's good as the Lakers as a team. But as far as MVP goes, if you take Giannis off of Milwaukee and you put him on a different Eastern Conference team, I don't think Milwaukee's a playoff team. If you wow. take if you take LeBron off the Lakers. You I still think, think that's a Lakers team. Than the I think, Orlando Magic. Yes, I think it's a Lakers team that could still be an eight seed. I think it's a Lakers team that could beat. That's very disrespectful. The Trailblazers. The Trailblazers. I think they could beat. The Budenholzer turned the Hawks Grizzlies. into a sixty-win team and won Coach of the Year over Steve Kerr. Good for Mike Budenholzer. What is disrespectful? You got any championships? No. Okay. All right. I think the but he can get a team to the playoffs. Check back in with me when you get a chip. Check back in, Mike Budenholzer, when you get a chip. All right. Rings, rings make kings. All right, kids. So Kyle Lowry's a king. Well, how many kings? I mean, how many rings does Kyle Lowry have? One. He's got enough. He's got one. Because I have, a, I have a player that has tres. Yeah, we, we we know tres. I actually have three players that have tres. So that's like nine rings when you add them all together. All right, we've been on for a while. That'll do it for us this week. Luke will be back next episode whenever that happens. I don't know. You if don't he know. Uh oh, trouble in paradise. Well, he's he's <laughs> not doing this because of COVID. What do you mean? He's not doing the pods because of COVID. Oh, so he's got an issue with me. He's got an, <laughs> he's got an issue with us. Uh-oh. Like, he doesn't want to be in this room. Oh. Wow. Why do you think he missed today? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's 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 COVID. He doesn't want to be in this room with us. Oh, because of COVID, but he doesn't have problems with us as people. I don't think so. Well, we'll find he out. He might have problems with us. Find out next, next episode <laughs> if Luke has problems with us as people.